Are you thinking about starting your own cash practice? Maybe you've already started your own practice and you're starting to realize that there's a lot to learn when it comes to business. We can be great clinicians, but if we don't understand the business side of having our own practice, we're going to have a hard time being successful in business. Guys, I wrote a book for you and I took everything that I've learned over the last five years of running successful cash practice here in Atlanta. And I put it in this book and I gave you everything that you need to be able to start and scale that practice past yourself. That book is called Fuck Insurance. And if you don't like the title, the book is not for you. If you do like the title, it's the exact book that you need to be reading right now. I show you exactly how to start. I show you what's important when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, when it comes to operations, and what stage you're actually at in the business. You know, where you're at, what you need to focus on while you're there, and how to get to the next stage. I'm trying to set it up in a way where you can get some clarity in your business. And the book for now is 100% free. All you have to do is go to finsurancebook.com. That's finsurancebook.com and get your free copy of the book that I wrote specifically to help you be successful in business. The book is free. All you got to do is pay for it to get to your door so that I don't lose my shirt on giving everybody all these books and sending them around the world. And again, head to finsurancebook.com. Learn how to run a successful cash practice today. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's going on guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast and today we're talking about your niche and messaging. So this is an area that uh, recently we've had to do a lot of coaching with people that, that are sort of onboarding with us um, and, and getting indoctrinated into our approach to business. And, uh, and much of this is really um, adaptations from digital uh, business. Uh, one of my business partners uh, has a just 100% digital business. Uh, I have a digital business. And uh, what, what's interesting is you have to be very clear and concise and organized with how you uh, relay information to people online because it's so easy to lose people's attention. You're not like you're sitting down with that person in a room and you can say, well, we do this, 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 and this, you know, and, and actually like have a back and forth with them. You don't get that. Plus people are, everybody thinks that you're, uh, you're trying to scam them online as well. Like, like nobody really actually like believes you and it's hard to build trust. So you have to get really good at being clear about who it is you help and what you do. Right. Uh, and, with your niche and your messaging, you have to do the same thing. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of, of what I've seen recently, uh, because one of the, the the things that's frustrating, I think, for a lot of people is they don't know um, why they're not like having uh, much success whenever they first start out. And oftentimes, when we get a chance to take like a high level view of a business, um, we start to realize that they're being very broad because they want to help everybody. They think oh, I can help anybody, right? Anybody with a, uh, anybody with pain I can help, right? Or anybody that does whatever I can help. And what we end up doing is becoming the exact wrong fit for everybody versus the exact right fit for, you know, a smaller group of people, but the right group of people. And 
it's no different than like my, uh, you know, my vehicle versus my wife's vehicle, right? So she has a Honda Pilot. It can be worked on basically anywhere. It doesn't cost too much uh, to get somebody to work on that. It's, you know, it's a fairly generalizable skill. I have a, you know, Toyota Tacoma that has a, like a aftermarket lift on it. And it's, you know, I have to take it to a specialized like off-road, uh, you know, it, it, you know, dealer um, and have a mechanic work on that, that uh, is very specialized. So it costs me more and there's less of them and I have to drive kind of far to find them. Uh, so, but they're the exact right fit for what I have. And uh, Ashley's, uh, you know, vehicle is, is very general. So lots of people can work on it. We can find that anywhere and they can't charge as much because of that, right? So you have to ask yourself, what do you want to be, right? It's, it's, it's no different than the uh, general practitioner versus the CT surgeon. Your general practitioner, you know, you, you know, you, you make significantly less than a, a cardiothoracic surgeon, right? Because there's less of them. They go through more training. And when you need a CT surgeon, like you need a CT surgeon, is that simple, right? You need, you need a, you know, surgery. That's what you're going to do versus you got a runny nose. It's, it's a different problem. They're solving a more complex problem. But part of it is you have to know what you need. And I think for a lot of people, we confuse them with messaging, right? You know, and, and one area, and I'll give you kind of an example of, you know, one of the groups that, that we were working with, um, they're like, we're chronic pain specialists is what they said. And, you know, when we started working with this group, we're like, okay, uh, if you said, you know, let's say you're sitting down at a dinner table and somebody's like, what do you do? And you said, I'm a chronic pain specialist, right? Like that doesn't mean anything to anybody outside the healthcare field, right? You, you it's white noise doesn't matter. Like it doesn't make any sense to them whatsoever. Uh, versus if you're very specific about that, you could say, you know, I help women with chronic back pain, uh, after they've had kids like, Oh shit, that's very clear. And they probably know somebody like that, you know, or, and it's very, very clear about who you work with and you've defined that person really well. And one of the things is like people feel, well, if, if I just say I work with, you know, women with chronic back pain, I'm alienating men with chronic back pain. In some ways, you kind of are with that first person you talk to, but you're making it very clear about who it is you hit a home run with. So when you get really clear in your marketing, here's why it's important. You need to pick that person that you would take the bet of, if you can't get this person better, you don't get paid. Who would you pick? Define that person. That's who you tell people that you work with. Now, if you get somebody that has chronic back pain, that's a, that's a woman, and you help them with their back pain, and they happen to know... Uh, that their husband has back pain, who do you think they're going to send him to? Probably you, right? But to get him in the door to begin with, you have to be very clear about who it is that you work with. This happened to me with CrossFit. You know, I was, when I moved to Atlanta, it was just, hey, I work with CrossFitters. That's it. And that's kind of all I saw initially. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, I was seeing everybody's uh, spouses and cousins and, and that had nothing to do with CrossFit. Never even been in a CrossFit gym before, right? And all they knew is they had somebody that they trusted that had gotten a really good outcome that came to see me. So you can spread out after you've defined what you're really good at and establish yourself as uh, a person in that niche, a go-to person in that niche. And it's much, much more effective to do that than it is to try to be a generalist and then, you know, carve out your niche in every area, little area that you can possibly help, right? Um, because that's going to take a lot of effort. And it's also very, like, it's not very clear to the consumer. That's, that's the thing. It comes down to your niche and messaging. And you have to think of this like online, right? Like if you just say like, I just help anybody with pain, that's very vague. 
And it's not going to make a whole lot of sense to that individual about who they, you know, who, who they should see, why they would want to see you over anybody else. You basically sound just like the person down the street that does, it is in network with their insurance, right? That's kind of what you're, you're battling, you know, versus uh, being very clear about who it is that you work with. The other thing is being very clear about what you do, because normally what happens is, you know, oh, who do you like, what, what kind of people do you work with? Well, I work with, uh, let's say I work with runners. I help runners that are hurt. Oh, cool. What do you do with them? That's usually the next thing that somebody's going to ask you, right? Like, like, what do you do with these people that are hurt? I mean, maybe they're, you know, asking for themselves. Maybe they're asking for a friend and then getting really clear on a couple steps of what you take people through and not overwhelming people with information. But, you know, if somebody says like, oh, you work with runners, like, how do you help them? Well, you know, first we watch them run and move and we figure out if they have flaws in how they're running, if they've never been taught to actually run effectively. We watch them move so we figure out if past injuries are causing them to make deviations in how they move, which are causing long-term injuries. Then we improve those flaws and that technique so that they're really efficient, right? After that, we help build an intelligent plan for them to achieve whatever race goal it is that they have without getting hurt. So if they want to run a half marathon, we build out how much they're running, what kind of actually exercises they're doing so they can actually hit that race goal without getting hurt, which is what a lot of runners end up uh, dealing with is getting hurt and training for the run, right? So being very clear about the steps you take with that person and logically in their, you know, in their mind, does that make sense? Is that organized? It's not just content and information, it's context. It is next logical step. And the more you can distill that down, like this is, I think the thing that I've probably learned the most over the last five, six years is it's not just like spewing all your information on people. You will actually deter people by doing that. I used to do that. I used to get super excited and I'd be like, well, I do this and this and this, and I do that and that. And like, they don't care. But what they do care about is, can you help them? And does it make sense that I'm here now, but I need to go to here, but what are the steps in between? They don't know. So if you can organize that for them in a fashion that makes sense and it, it sort of clicks in their brain, they're like, oh, that totally makes sense. I haven't done that yet. I need to come see you. You're going to get more people for the specific niche that you want that are appropriate for your clinic. And then from there, you're going to be able to scale to other niches and see people outside of that and grow your business more effectively because of it. So niche down, pick a really good niche, get your messaging down, get very clear on that, organize not just the content, but the context of what you do with people next, and you're going to get a lot more people because of it. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200, and this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. The next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.